It's episode four of Vinny makes the Hall of Fame case for dot dot dot. And we've got Vinny, Vinny Laspinuso, the resident Hall of Fame expert who probably knows more about Halls of Fame than anyone I've ever met. How you doing, brother? What's up? Not much. Uh, well, the ceiling's up above my head, but other than that, you know, can't really complain much. Mm -hmm. um, September's winding down, October's coming up, and fall has just begun. And an another day, another dollar, and another day, another time I get to look up and talk about the Hall of Fame with you, of course, mm -hmm. over Zoom. Absolutely. And uh, so we've, and you mentioned fall. So what a what better choice that you made? Uh, you always make these choices. And you've got a great one that I'm really looking forward to seeing your presentation on. Uh, Ralph Hay, a name that is not known to a whole lot of people, but it really should be. Yeah, uh, Ralph Hay, in my honest opinion. Now, for those that know me, and know me especially on Twitter, I'm a huge, huge, huge advocate for contributors. There are some people say, oh, we don't need more contributors. I'm the kind of person that says, I can think of 60 deserving contributors that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame right now. Would this and be your number one guy? Yes. And out of all the people that I consider to be deserving contributors for Canton, out of all the people I've mentioned, there is one person that has to be above the rest. And what better person to be my number one most wanted contributor than Mr. Ralph Hay, the founder of the NFL. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's really the interesting thing. When you look at people who have actually founded leagues, they're all pretty much in their respective halls of fame. Uh, with, with Ralph Hay, he's the victim of a very brief career, uh, I, I, would, I would say. Uh, so for those who are not aware of, of who he is, uh, Ralph Hay bought the Canton Bulldogs in 1917. Uh, this is when he was, uh, I think he was only 27, if I read that correctly. Yeah, he was 27 years old when he... Uh when he, it was actually 1918. It was during, you know, the Spanish flu pandemic. And that's when he acquired um, Jack Cusack, who was the owner of the Bulldogs at the time. Um, you know, he is another guy I think deserves to be in the hall of fame himself because, you know, short time, but also very dominant. But Cusack was looking to, you know, sell his team. And he sees it comes across this young, young businessman by the name of Ralph Edward Hay, full name. And he says, sure. And when Cusack went back to Oklahoma to be, be a part of the oil industry, Hay said, you know what? I have my nice little car business here. And I also really love football. It's something that's I could see prospering up even more. It's a really quality team. I can see if I can make this winner in, into more of a winner. And I'm going to see if I can win multiple championships with this team as it did before with the Cusack ownership. And that's what he did, though he was he did get he, what he wanted. The team won games. The team even won an Ohio League championship in 1919. That was their fourth ever championship as an organization. But the downside is that, you know, because football itself was not as popular during that time, it just didn't really sell well. And because of that, he lost a lot of a lot of money. And mm -hmm. because. You know, also during that time, unlike 1920s on, where a lot of teams didn't have any, a lot of teams didn't have fixed um, stakes and they didn't really stay with one team. They're usually like, you know, shorter term contracts where they go from team to team. And so he said, you know, the Ohio League 
has been really good, but it's not really formed together as well as it could be. Yeah, and that and, was the and, same. And I think we should sort of like paint that picture of what the sporting landscape was in the late teens. Uh, so like, like over a hundred years ago, uh, I read a quote, I don't know if it, that, that was accurate or whether it was hearsay, but that Ralph, Ralph envisioned that one day pro football could be as big as baseball. And when you look at the sport, again, the sporting landscape of the late teens, you had one real national organization. It hadn't expanded westward yet, but that would be uh, Major League Baseball. They didn't move westward until later on in like the 50s. Right. But, it, but it was still the top American sport by far, team sport anyway. Uh, hockey was the, like the, the modern NHL formed in 1917, but unless you were in New York, Boston, Chicago, or Detroit, you didn't give a shit which was pretty much the case for, God, decades decade. after. Yeah. Yeah. Basketball was not, was, there was nothing, there was nothing there. But football, while it was pretty big collegiately, which is really fascinating when you think about how many great college players of the 20s just said, nah, I'm good. I don't feel like playing pro football. Yeah, it's, I think, honestly, that's another big reason why still like years later there's still zero people like i said in the charles follis uh, video that's a big reason why there are still to this day zero people from that 30-year history of professional football and mm. again that, that that really needs to be changed because ralph hay knew that there was a lot of talent there both in the player side the contributor side and the coaching side but the reason as to why a lot of these people didn't get this attention was because football was a much smaller sport and a lot of people didn't go pro after they finished it collegiately just because it wasn't that popular. And I think that is a big reason as to why Hay doesn't really get as much attention. There's other there's other factors too, but that's definitely a major part of it. And that is a wrong that needs to be corrected. It really has to. But the question they really have is is he was the one that because of the salaries of the players they wanted bigger salaries they put their bodies in the line remember it was a much much more violent game back then i understand people always keep saying oh the league's ain't soft listen if you think the league was soft people from back then would have called the the league that you grew up with soft and so on and so forth because back in like the very early days Sometimes people actually killed each other. And that's what led to the increasing of the forward, the forward pass by Theodore Roosevelt, actually, which led to eventually the modern game that we see today. So, yeah, that's a little history lesson on the NFL itself and also professional football. But, you know, what really matters is them actually founding this league. And they spoke to Jim Thorpe about it. And he spoke to also Leo Lyons, another guy who I think should be in the Hall of Fame. And so, they decided all these owners of the Ohio League and a couple teams in um, you know, Western New York decided to have a meeting on a Friday, August 20th, 1920. That was 10, 10 representatives, I believe, right? It was 10. It was, um, yeah. it was, um, it was uh, the Akron Pros, the Canton Bulldogs, the Cleveland Indians, don't know the baseball team, the Dayton Triangles, the Decatur Staleys, that's the Bears, the Hammond Pros, the Massillon Tigers, the Muncie Flyers, the Ranson Cardinals, that's 
That's the Arizona Cardinals today, the Rochester Jeffersons and the Rock Island Independents. So that's that was 11 teams that were a part of that. Two of them are still active today. In case you're curious where the Packers are, they didn't come into the league until a year later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this was his brainchild. And without, I mean, I think pro football would have eventually got, I don't, or maybe it wouldn't have, who's to say? Uh, but this was the for, first uh, forming of this idea. Like, I, if there was any past historical figure, I think in sports that I I'd almost want to sort of like resurrect for a day just so he could see what his idea turned into. Ralph Hayes about as good a choice as any. Oh yeah. So, but what's even more interesting about Ralph Hayes is just where it started. Now I want to ask you, Kirk, sure. where do you think in, where do you think they met in Canton when the NFL started? Where, where do you think they met? Well, actually, no, I, I, I read this answer. It's at his uh, auto dealership. Indeed. And the reason why they did that was because, because of the number of people that showed up, they didn't have enough room. So they went to his auto dealership um, in his showroom and they all sat on a cardboards because of the lack of seats. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's the reason why everyone came together. He's the reason he created the idea of what the NFL would become. And again, if it wasn't for Ralph pay, the NFL, as we know, it would not exist. And you know, the Bulldogs were still won a couple championships afterwards. But, you know, he decided to he decided to sell the team in 1923. Not because he didn't love it, though, just because he was just losing too much money. He couldn't keep he was it losing money. And, you know, also, if it wasn't for Ralph Hay and the success of the Bulldogs of the Ohio League, um, the Hall of Fame would not be in Canton. It was very close to going to Latrobe, Pennsylvania, which mm-hmm. – is the actual birthplace of pro football. It's not Canton, Ohio. It was Latrobe, Pennsylvania. It was 30 years prior. The reason why you just say that is that's just where the NFL was founded. But the ironic thing about it is like, and they have like an award given to Ralph Hay for pioneers, but I don't really like that honor because like you barely see it out and you might as well just see those people that they give that honor in the Hall of Fame. Like guys I mentioned before, like Fred Gerke and Joe Brown and, you know, a few other people. Uh, Arch Ward is another one that comes to mind. I think might have gotten it at one point. Um, but, you know, he was very close to making it in 1920. And then in 2020, I think Joe Horgan, he was one of the selectors. He said, oh, the reason why we didn't do it was because of the, the, the length of time he was there. And to that, I say, who cares? I agree. Who, who cares? Like, seriously, you guys, like, it's called the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You, everyone mentions how the league was founded in 1920. Okay. In Canton, Ohio. Yeah, even though it's Latrobe, yeah. but that's another story. Right. Wouldn't but it be nice to, if you're going to mention that narrative over and over and over and over and over again, wouldn't it be nice to finally give the person that made that possible his due? I mean, you keep saying it all the time. Don't you want to actually do it? Like, seriously, guys. Like, come on. Like, I understand these people, it honestly feels insulting to Ralph Hay and also the city of Canton. If you say until you're blue in the face that he's the reason why the league exists, he's the reason why everything you see right here is before you. If he's the reason behind anything, that's a pretty remarkable legacy. And yeah, his time in the league was short, but he didn't leave because he didn't feel like it. He was losing money. What did you want him to do? go bankrupt would that be enough for you guys 
would you want him to go bankrupt? Would that be, would that do it enough for you? Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, like, do you really need to shift the goalpost that much? Like, it's simple. I've spoken to every single person that don't know anything about the game and every single one of them say he's deserving. Yeah. Every single one of them. I, I think also a selfless act also probably kept him out because the biggest reason I think you and I can agree that he's not in is the brevity of his career in, in, in pro football. Yeah. Second thing, I just learned this about uh, today as I was sort of prepping for, for the show. Uh, he w- They asked him to be the first president of the league, which he turned down in favor of Jim Thorpe. Yes. Because he thought, and probably accurately so, that the Thorpe name would help sell the product. Now, Thorpe, unfortunately, was not, he only lasted in that capacity for one year because um, that's just not he's, what he was meant to do. He was also a player and a coach, too. Remember, a lot of people were able to do multiple roles more so right. during that time. But by from what, from what I understand, but even by Thorpe's own admission, he was probably not the, the best person for that role. Had Ralph Hay taken that on, conceivably, he could have been involved in football for, well, he passed away, what, 54? Or was he 54 when he died? No. He died at the age of 54 in 1961. He died rather young, too. He died a couple years before the Hall of Fame was even created. Right. So he never even got to see the fruits of his labor truly unfold. And, you know, I could say it's a shame, but I could say it all I want. It's, It's just... The guy founded this stuff when he was in his, early, his late 20s, early 30s, and had to get out because he needed money. That's mm-hmm. a big reason why a lot of these guys in the early days had to retire earlier. The reason why he had shorter careers was not because they didn't like the game as much. It's because, as much as you want to say it or not, it's a business, guys. Mm-hmm. It's a goddamn business. And do you want him to lose all the money? I mean, yeah, you can say about your all pros and whatnot, but what's going to matter more to an actual person? The all pros that a couple journalists give them or the actual money that they need to pay their bills? I'm going to go with the latter option. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I think it's just like the more I've been learning about him, the more this is one of the the biggest snubs, really, that, that I can think of. And again, had he sort of taken on that role, I, when, when did Joe Carr take over? Who was in the pro football? Joe Carr took over in like the mid twenties, I think. Uh, okay, twenty four. So. so again, conceivably, this could have gone a completely different route. Uh, possibly under Hay, football might have accelerated its growth. Possibly again, right. that, that that's conjecture. Obviously, we don't we don't know. But, Everyone can have their what ifs, but in reality, no one knows. They're just people are just guessing. Yeah this to me is is really a no-brainer i'm trying to remember he was on the centennial late uh slate class yeah i right? I, I said that the contributors that were named were you know paul tatwebu uh george young and steve sable and the reason as to why hey missed it was because i think it might have been horgan that wasn't big on him for some reason and he said like oh because he had a shorter career again money that's one thing mm-hmm. and two shorter knots He's the reason why all you guys are there in the first place. Yeah. And um, I think the, another factor maybe that, that does play into it, the Canton Bulldogs did not survive. They died in the, uh, they, they seized operations in the mid twenties 
Even yeah. though they did win four champion, they won like what four, six, six championships, four in the Ohio League, and then two in the NFL. Like they were a very successful team. I mean, the only other team in the early, um, in the pre-NFL days were even close to as good. And their actually their big rival was the Massillon Tigers, and mm-hmm. the Tigers still have a total of zero people in the Hall of Fame despite winning six championships. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that also goes back to stuff that, that we've said. I think had, let's say, because can't pro football was never going to survive in Canton just because of the size of that city. And the only one that ever made that was Green Bay just through a fluke, not fluke, but through a, stru- through a structure that allowed them to be successful. And just that, the people that founded the Packers too, like, honestly, like, again, I'm not going to be a broken record. The people that also helped make the Green Bay Packers they are also deserve some recognition too, but mm-hmm. that's a whole nother video. But again, with Ralph Hay, it's just like, I'm seeing like some people that try to argue that, oh, they had their chance in 2020. Let's try to put another something. That's just, that's just nonsense, guys. Seriously. Like, <laughs> you're going to say that, oh, this was their chance. Now let's move on. No, well, no, 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 no. I, I hate that argument too. It's like, well, you had a chance and you blew it. Well, well okay. No, you had a chance decided on by 48 other people. It's not like you're, you're going to the Super Bowl and then you don't get there again. Well, you had your chance and you blew it. That's when you can use that line. Yeah, you could do it as many times yeah. as you want. But not only that, it's like the same argument you saw people, they were complaining. Listen, the same people were also saying that were complaining that Tom Flores didn't make it. You still put him in the following year. So. I don't know what's holding you back from putting Ralph Hay. Was it because you actually remember seeing Tom Flores in person? Is because he's still alive? Mm-hmm. Is it because that is it because David, that when you're David dead, David Baker can't knock on the coffin. Actually, in theory, he could, considering it is in Canton. He can just dig it up and just hello, hello. Good. Uh, if, actually, if anyone, if anyone could probably do that with his bare hands, it'd be David Baker. It would, considering he's. You know, I can just see him like picking up the coffin and just saying, He's "Hey, Ralph." Like I, I came the, the the biggest shock of my life, not the biggest shock of my life. One of the bigger shocks of my life was learning that David Baker did not play pro football. Look at he this didn't? guy. I don't think so. Yeah, that's a that's a that's news to me. <laughs> Even when he was in like high school, like he's a well, big dude. Well, maybe he did in high school. I'm pretty sure he didn't play pro football. Well, he definitely didn't play pro football. I know that he was also the um, commissioner of the Arena Football League for a long time. So, anyway, that's uh, I think this concludes this. Uh, so, if you haven't sort of looked up uh, some more information on Ralph Hay, uh, do so. And you got, you, they need to put it in. And I know that there's other people that say, oh, forget owners. Listen, the only people yeah. that are upset with the idea of owners getting in are not to be on the political side here, but people that just don't like people that have money. <laughs> well um and and i and i hate being that kind of a person um i take that back actually ralph hay died in 1944 at the age of 53 like way before that but okay but um yeah a bit of a misnomer there but i'm thinking about um the hall of fame like when it was selected never mind but i'm saying that when in general when it comes to when, when it comes to someone like ralph hay ignoring him for another year despite everything you've done if you're going to say all these words at least practice what you preach and the more you keep saying no to ralph hay 
the more it shows that you care about that term more for promotional reasons as opposed to actual reasons. I don't, I don't care how long it is. But yeah. I, I, th I think what's, what is sort of sad, he should have really got in on the 2020 because if any one of those people deserved to have gotten in on the 100th anniversary of the whole celebration of the league, it's the guy who thought of it in the first place. Do you find it funny how like some of the voters that wasn't on this committee complain about that, even though those same people that are complaining had a chance themselves to put in Ralph Hay for wow. all these years and never did it once. So, yeah, um, gotta put that foot in your mouth. I see. <laughs> oh, you know, see, they they could they could have tried. We don't know what goes on. In those uh, they could be more transparent about it if they if they tried. Let yeah. us know. But sure. if they're not, but they, know, but to be fair, Vinny, they don't have to tell us anything at all. Yeah, but that shows them about how it tells them a lot about their character. If anything, doesn't it? I suppose. So I guess we'll close off with this. Uh, Vinny is going to be a part of our other group committee that we're, that we're having, and it's an open committee. We are transparent. We are going to do our mock committee uh, probably, I'm thinking the third week, third Tuesday of October, not sure yet. And if you want to be a part of it, somebody just emailed me today who's uh, following us on Twitter says they want to be a part of that. Absolutely. Uh, representing the Falcons fan base, I believe, because he's from Atlanta. And you want if you want to sort of like help out with that yes we're not actually putting anyone in but it's a hell of a lot of fun and it's some good people talking about some talking about what we all we all love the hall of fame thanks again for listening stay safe everybody take care